You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow! Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if he told it. Mm-hmm. Hello? Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. What is up? Hey. This is the movie show. On your favorite ORSPS. Active FM. And my name is Ryan. My name is Sash. And we have started the show normal for once in a long time. Right. And if you don't know what we're talking about, you want to go and look at our previous shows. You might find a movie there that is extremely interesting or that uh, you wanted to watch or have watched and you want to find out facts on it. That's what we do here. Right, Sash? Right. Yes. <laughs> Yes, moving right along. So we are going to be discussing actually one of the most iconic films in film history. Legit, mm. like this film. I cannot believe it took us this long to watch. Well, I suppose it makes sense. It's not like... Honestly, this film is not everyone's cup of tea. Like it really is not. Like you'll either you'll either like it. I don't know if you'll love it. I think... I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Or you'll hate it. There's like no in between. Mm. So... I loved the way that Quentin Tarantino um, directed Mm. the lines, the conversation. Can I say Quentin Tarantino, I think, is the greatest dialogue writer of all time. He's weird. The honest, the dialogue that he writes in his films, it's 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 unlike any other dialogue. Like literally Mm. he he needs to win an award, a separate award, a dialogue award. Like they need to just create that it's not script writing. He's a brilliant script writer. But his dialogue. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. One thing I've noticed about Quentin Tarantino's scenes is he has long scenes. He actually breaks mm. film rules. Because what they tell you, if you read any script writing book out there, they'll tell you, make sure that your conversations are quick and concise. They mustn't drag. They yeah. mustn't be long. You're going to lose your audience. No one likes a long talking scene. Mm. They want action. They want it to... Like literally, if you, if you read any script writing book i i literally remember reading that in a script writing book i did and they they they'll they'll tell you make sure it doesn't drag on for long quentin tarantino does not follow that rule i don't want to know what goes on in that guy's head it must be so like i think i would Django. Django. yeah that one that was that still could be possibly be my favorite line yeah from and then he kills him and says it's Django, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like that sets up and and you know how they set something up and then they conclude it a little bit later. Oh, that was so satisfying! Oh, it was so line. satisfying. Punch, I was just like, yeah. that was brilliant. But honestly, mm. like Quentin Tarantino will have this long scene, long stretched out scene, and you're entertained and through the whole conversation. Full of dialogue. Yes, there's yeah. nothing. It's just two people. T- yeah. It's not even five people talking. It's two people talking. Yeah. And for like five minutes, these two people are talking mm. and you are completely entertained the whole mm. time. You are completely in it the whole time. You're like, how did they yeah. even get? It's brilliant. And I don't know if you noticed, the, the whole film, is, it's like a loop. Yes. Like the beginning and the entire right back together again. Oh, it's beautiful. Again. And the whole movie, like, what is the point of the film? That's the thing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I There's still a whole lot of events <laughs> that have nothing to do. It's just... Like stuff that just happened, okay? It's like life. Yeah. Like watching a, a yeah. story about life. Yeah. I feel like that is also another uh, Quentin Tarantino thing. Like you have movies where they they make sure that 
it works out in a certain way because obviously people they don't want reality when they're watching a film they kind of want like the good happy ending or they want like do you understand what i'm saying but this film was so satisfying it end. was satisfying You're like wow i don't know why i'm satisfied like, but i'm satisfied that is so good because the end scene i thought it was going to be another uh um a reservoir dogs again i'm like oh no oh, please no where everyone dies please no but, but then i noticed the one guy nobody's pointing a gun at him and then i was just like yeah i was like okay wait at least he'll be fine oh wait but then in the other thing he oh okay never mind never mind and okay the- can we just say we are spoiling <laughs> right now we are not keeping quiet well it's such an old form if you're, and, yeah. and 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 besides like okay just the only thing that i can say about this film is the language you know the languages and to be honest with you for me the like i I would put this film at the top of my list if it wasn't for the language language. so i wouldn't recommend anybody to watch this film so give just to give you an idea the f word is used 265 times and there was a film in two hours there was a a a, a profanity per per minute count was there yeah what now (laughs) The only reason why a Reservoir Dogs still topped this one... Oh, no. Reservoir Dogs was hectic. Was, it was, was shorter. Because it was shorter. Yeah. So there were more profanity yeah. words per, 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 per minute. A minute. Yeah, no. I mean, I could watch this movie. Did, hasn't Quentin gotten better with that? Or is it, Look, Quentin speaks like that. I think that's also one of the reasons. Is if you listen, I mean, if you listen yeah. to an interview with him, the chances are somewhere along the line, there's going to be a beep. So that's... I just... I think if that's anybody out there is going to make the software where you just run the fo- like you know import mm-hmm. select your file <laughs> select which which swear word no, you don't want just, oh just pick that just one. automatic you know because <laughs> you don't know what's no, there no but you know like in some countries some oh, words wait, are age like restriction age rest- uh, that'll be cool <laughs> age rest- anyway and then you uh, export select the destination if everybody's going to do that and then you just let it run and it runs very quickly available for Mac- Macintosh only because you know <laughs> it really needs the slick and smoothness but anyway because you want to watch the film right? yeah you don't want to wait forever no you don't want to wait anyway, forever. this is not about my software the show but if anybody makes that software out there this is a good film to do it on to test it on if it mm. yeah, actually, passes this one if, yeah, you're and good. by the way I would happy to to test uh, your software out you know you just Google Drive just send me Send me the link for your Google Drive. So if I ever get an email with the, someone saying, here, here it is. And then there's, there's a Google ta-da! Drive. And I know if it's Google Drive, right? Because it says googledrive.com. I would happy to watch that whole film again. And I'll, let, I'll be like at 3 minutes 41. Uh, the F word. The guy in the background uh, <laughs> swore. <laughs> the guy in the background. You might want to just tweak your, your threshold there. It's like the, oh, that's one thing I wanted to look for. And I didn't ble- hear the Wilhelm scream in this and one. And the bleeps. And the bleeps were a bit too long. Uh, you need to just shorten the bleeps. Because, you know, when they swear, they say the F word. It's quite quick, you know. <laughs> so just. Uh, no, or they could it. just silence it. Guys are getting ideas they up could, there. They could. No, don't don't beep it. Okay, just no silence bleeps. it. Or you can choose bleep or silence. Okay, that would be cool. You make yeah, because it might yeah. be. Or you can replace it with another word. Ah! You can even record yourself. <laughs> no. Anyway, moving on. So I would have loved to show this, this film to, you know, a lot of people. But I'm just like, no, 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 don't not going to show this film to nobody okay uh, i i personally is with this film i loved the first and third act of the film mm. the second act yeah what was the point of that act okay so basically what this film is so just to give you a a, a brief dis- description this this film is actually four interconnected short stories told together 
That's actually what the there's four, yeah. So there's the honey and pumpkin story, yeah, which it starts with. Comes back. Yes, ha- honey, again. honey, and uh, what was it was pumpkin and honey bunny. Yes. Yeah. So the two people that basically rob the the restaurants, mm. and they have a very short story. Mm. Um, but it's their storyline splits up. Which we have the return of Tim Roth again. Yes. Yes. I was like Tim Roth. And he was he was English his, his, his English accent I was, like, was, yeah. was cool, yeah. Mm. And also I don't know if you remember when we did Bad Guys, the start of Bad Guys was that's was right. pa- paid homage so to that scene. From. From, I was like, it's so cool. Yeah. This is a scene. Then there's um the, the, the story where Vince is the protagonist who's um John Travolta. Can I just say I loved so John Travolta. I. He was my favorite He's character so in the whole film. But he like but okay, Samuel L. Jackson was also so cool and i loved that duo it was like one of the best film duos but like i loved i loved his character however do you know that he was actually considered as the antagonist of the film really Mm. but uh, we'll get back into that a little later so you have his storyline then you have the storyline where Mm. jules is the the main character where like he has that whole that was a miracle. I feel like I need to turn <laughs> my life around. We have had divine intervention. For me, he took the end. Yeah, no. So at the end, it was like, because yes. he really liked what yeah, he no. did. Uh, I was just it like. Was proper, yeah. Nice. And then you have the whole um, Marsalis and Butch, which was, um, that was the, I didn't enjoy that short story personally. That was the short story Marcellus that was just very Butch. disturbing. Marcellus that was Bruce and Willis Butch. and the main, the main boss guy, ah. you know. So what, yeah, so his storyline is basically, he was supposed to mm. throw a, a, a boxing game. Yeah. For, he was supposed, he was bribed. And instead of throwing the game, he ended up killing his opponents yeah. and winning and then wants to run off. But then he, his father, or there was a golden watch that was passed down from generation to generation and um, across world war and everything yeah everything and mm. that watch was his girlfriend forgot to take it and mm. so he goes back to the apartments and he actually runs into john travolta there mm. and then shoots him i was just like why let's i liked him this. let's think about this in this movie with the whole loop that section must have happened outside of the loop if you think about it no that actually happened at the end so the movie actually if you look at the movie in chronological order so after the end the movie ends with bruce willis and his yeah. girlfriend driving away on the motorcycle yes. the chopper and that's why the movie starts i don't know if you heard but in the beginning of the movie when they bring up the definition of pulp fiction the movie starts with the motorbike um sound effects i didn't and even pick that up that's that's, that's paying crazy. homage to that yeah so it starts it starts it actually starts where does it start? It starts when when um, John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson go to get the briefcase. No, I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm uh, lying. The chronological correct order starts with Butch as a young boy receiving the golden watch. You know, yeah. there's that scene. Yeah. So that's ac- because he was young there. Then it would go to Samuel L. Jackson and John Travolta getting the briefcase. Then it would obviously go to... How was them shooting that Marvin guy out of the blue? Like, he took... Oh, I was just like, they just shot a guy I by accident. Hap- I was happy that they let him live. And then yeah, yeah, that happens. Sakes, kid. <laughs> He's like, hey, man, did you... Rip- <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay uh, that that old section there i really I really, really enjoyed enjoy it and then when they go to quentin tarantino yeah. obviously his name yeah. wasn't quentin tarantino, I'm I'm like, but they go to his house and then yeah. the wolf comes and that guy was, was also so in cool. reservoir oh i love that moment that him. section was and brilliant you know, if you think about it the way the way that they did like the way they spoke about the wolf yes if you think about his plan it's like so it's actually so logical <laughs> 
it. It's just that he was the most calmest guy. Yeah, he was like, That's why okay. he just walked on. He's like, he's And the way calm. he left the coffee. Yeah. And I get to go. <laughs> and you sit in there. And, uh, My the favorite part was after um, Samuel L. Jackson and John Travolta changed into the t-shirt and shorts. Yeah. And they're both just standing there like. Yeah. Yeah. But I must say, I also mm. loved when John Travolta took Mia out for supper i love that scene that whole yeah. scene that even the the dot mm. everything i love that 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 was also really cool mm. and i must be honest i did enjoy the overdose i know that yeah. sounds really weird but just the way yeah. the overdose was done and the way they they bring and her again, back an event that had mm. it didn't really contribute it was just well it contributed to john travolta's storyline so, so vince's storyline yeah. yeah i guess it, t it gives you a bit more insight on the yeah. character that that's basically it yeah. So the the story mm. actually ends. So Samuel, where where the the film actually ends is obviously John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson leaving the the restaurant. That's actually more mid film because after that, what happens is Samuel L. Jackson goes off and becomes a better man, and mm. then John Travolta obviously continues working for Marcellus, and then that's when um Butch Bruce Willis's character blows the the whole bribe, and then they obviously go and wait for him at his house. Now, I saw a video where, um, you know how when when Bruce Willis, see, he sees the gun on the counter and then he hears the toilet being flushed and then picks up the gun and shoots. I thought that was Vince's gun, but apparently that was actually Marcellus's gun. You know, the boss, the main guy. Uh. And the reason he wasn't at the apartment was he had gone to get donuts and coffee. Oh. And that's why Butch runs into him driving Walking. away. So it's kind of just like this freak coincidence type of like scenario playing out. And then obviously, the, for me, the the when they get captured and then sure. they they that dude wants to that that whole rape thing. Just like I was just like, okay, okay, wow. I think it's just because that's like the worst thing that can happen. Yeah, to that a was just like. And then obviously uh, Bruce Willis's character. And I so did not see that coming. Saved him out of that. Well, I went and I looked up the the parental guide. Oh, before. Because the first thing I look for is if there's any nudity yeah. and stuff like that. So I know exactly. And then I saw that that part and I was like, okay, Next. coming up. Right. Uh, see, I didn't know. I, I literally went mm. into this blind. Like I, oh, is it? I was just like, so for me personally, mm. I didn't enjoy the second act. For me, the Bruce and Ma uh, Butch, sorry, and Marcelo storyline was not my favorite. My favorite was um the the Vince and what was Samuel L. Jackson's character? Jules. No Vince that. and Jules. Oh. I loved that duo, and I loved Vince and Mia. I honestly that I really really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, the the opening sequence with Pumpkin and Honey Bunny was 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 funny. I, I'll give it that it mm. was a cool concept and i like how he tied up the the beginning and the end with i like and mm. that that scene where samuel l jackson's like are you still with me you're fine right keep calm and she's just like standing there like freaking out yeah because yeah, he handles the, the, even the way that he handles oh, he's just, just calm man. Uh, it's just like everything just fits so nicely like a glove you know <laughs> uh, so this this is why they say so do you know apparently that so John Travolta, he's the antagonist in the film, and Butch is the, the protagonist in the film. Mm. And the reason they say that is, so John Travolta's character represents fear, and Butch's character represents courage. So if you look at John Travolta's character, he was very um, inward. He only did stuff for himself, so even when he took Mia out, his constant thing was, I'm not going to mess around with my boss's wife, but not because he was trying to be morally right, just because he didn't want to die. Because obviously the movie starts with him and Samuel L. Jackson talking about the fact that Marcellus threw a guy out of four 
Bible story building yeah, just because right. he gave his wife a foot massage. That's so right. for him, he was like, I don't mm. want to get thrown out of four story building type mm. of thing. So he kind of was only being morally sound with her because he was protecting himself. And then yeah. also when he saves her from the overdose, it wasn't because he wanted to save her necessarily. It was because he's going to die. He's going to die if yeah. he tells his boss, um, your wife OD'd mm. while I took her out for dinner. Mm. Sorry, she found my heroin and then, you know, being Decided a cocaine addict, she's not it. used to that. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. that So like that, he was always inward and self-focused, mm. et etc. Et Whereas with Butch, he, he almost like... So the watch obviously was given to him as a fa family like dad. heirloom. Yeah, and it represents courage because mm. they fought through World War One. I. I mean, his dad even died. His dad actually didn't make it out. He, the, the, his friend came and gave yeah, him right. the watch. And that was his father's. Yes. So it's a gen yeah, yeah. generation. But then also if you look at the end with Marcellus, mm. he had the opportunity to run and leave Marcellus there. Mm. But instead he went and, and actually saved Marcellus yeah. and then that's so his courage that was really stuck. good quick thinking yeah because he like stood there and he's about to like blow the guy he's like wait wait and then he's like oh okay and he's like now what yeah. <laughs> this is the guy you know yeah so and he's like are you okay no no he said what what now yes right? what now I tell you what now no 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 it's like okay no what what now now? With us? <laughs> what's up with that no what, what, what? basically we're not we're not enemies yeah. but we're not friends get out of town yeah and i don't want to see you again and he's like okay i'll take that one apparently mm. so um there's obviously also the whole conspiracy of what was in the the box the briefcase and some people say it was marcellus's um soul and that's why he had the cuts but this is just a fan theory i don't think this is the real thing but that's why he had you know he had the plaster on the back the of plaster, his head yeah. but then i read somewhere else that the plaster was there because when he shaved off his hair he cut himself and so but i love that shot that beginning shots mm. of bruce willis like they the one shot for like a good two minutes and all you're seeing is the back of this dude's head with a big and plaster talking, yeah. and Bruce Willis in like the foreground and you're just like, not the, fo the yeah. background and you're just like, Quentin is insane. He's actually just insane. I knew it was just one of his weird things that he does because th the only time when you really see Marcellus's face mm. is when uh, Butch, right? Butch, yeah. the boxer, right? Yes. When them two come together together yeah. and you know it's him it's crazy you never see his face but you recognize you the did outfit also, you see him as well once with his wife mia oh and he's on the phone with samuel l jackson but that was after that was after that happened yeah you know when he's like oh uh, yeah we 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 gotta we think he by mistake shot yeah. someone now the car's mm. full of blood and yeah all of that sending in the wolf oh, oh thank you oh cool <laughs> the wolf yeah but uh yeah i agree with you um uh, what's his name? Trevor? John Travolta. John Travolta. He was my favorite character. He was just so like he's just got this really like chill dude. No, but do you know that his character is actually a heroin addict? Really? That's why he came across like that. Sure. And apparently, so John Travolta had never been on heroin, so mm. he didn't know what it felt like. But apparently, Quentin Tarantino knew someone who was a recovering heroin addict, and so he got him and John Travolta in contact. Mm. And he said to John Travolta, the best way. <laughs> Don't do this, guys. What I'm about to say, don't do it. But the best way to almost recreate how it feels to be or to, to be on a heroin high is to basically get like super, super wasted on tequila and then to lie in a hot bath or hot pool. So that's literally John Travolta and his wife both got like, they literally lined up tequila like all over this hot, you know, those hot pools. What is it called? A jacuzzi, basically. Jacuzzi. And then they, they got in the jacuzzi and mm. just got like really wasted on tequila. And then they laid there. And they lay there. And that's, that's how he, yeah, because uh, he prepared for the role. He <laughs> does that like thing 
uh, where you you change him, but you're like fading between shots of him in the car, and he's just like yes. driving. I'm like, and dude, you're taking your your boss's wife out, and you're high. And, and then like the close-up shot of the syringe with the pla- and, and so, t- yeah, the way that that was cut For was. Me, I think one of my favorite moments mm. is when he stabs Uma Thurman. Last week, I couldn't remember the chick's name. Her name is Uma. Uma is still the weirdest name. Uma Thurman is her name. She's married to Ethan Hawke, her daughter's Maya Hawke, who's Robin in Stranger Things, just in case you're wondering. Is that the chick? Is that That's uh, the chick, the, the uh, one that OD'd. Oh, uh, her. Yeah. yeah. She's still, she, she comes back, Quinton uses her. And then he like drops her off. <laughs> the way she and looks. then she tells the joke. Which, what are the, uh, uh, <laughs> but the old tomato uh, joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ketchup. <laughs> you know that pilot episode that she explains that she's in? Yeah. Apparently that comes back in Kill Bill. Like no that, yeah, that, that apparently Where comes back in... I haven't watched Kill Bill, so... But now get Crazy. this. So this movie was two hours and 45 minutes. So almost three hours. This is Quentin Tarantino's mm. second film. Reservoir Dogs was only one hour and 39 minutes. So th- like this mm. one's basically almost double the amount of runtime that Reservoir Dogs was. But get this. The budget for Reservoir Dogs was 1.2 million US dollars. The budget for this was only 8.5 million dollars. Right, and five million of that went to the actors, um, the their salary. Because also Bruce Willis, when they added Bruce Willis on, that upped the 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 cost of the film quite oh a right, bit. Yeah. But the box office for this film, so Reservoir Dogs made two million dollars, right? So so Quinton spent one point two, and they brought in. It was actually closer to three million. Um, it was two comma nine, yeah, basically hmm. million. The budget for Pulp Fiction was $8.5 million. The box office for Pulp Fiction is $213.9 million US dollars. Hmm. So Quentin Tarantino's first film was the brought in $2.9 million, right? So almost $3 million. His second film brought in $213 million. That's that's how you know you made it, man. You're like that set him up for the rest of his that career. You're like super successful mm. at this point. That's your second movie. I'm like, yeah. Your second movie brings in, yeah. So yeah. So this movie cost eight million to make. The initial budget was reported even lower until Bruce Willis was added to the cast, and five million went to pay the actors and actresses' salaries. The film was already profitable when its worldwide rights were sold for eleven million dollars. Again, mm. mainly on the strength of um, Willis's presence, and it went um. To make over two hundred million at box office, so yes. did well. And also, I think the reason why this film is so iconic, we're used to this nowadays. But this was the first time that the film, the film story, wasn't presented in a linear structure. So a lot of people actually say that this film defies story structure. Story structure is Act One, Act Two, Act Three, but it doesn't actually defy story structure because if you yeah. look at each. If you look at each of the four different stories, they all have a setup, they all have a, a problem, they all have a climax, and they all have a resolution in all story. And the characters also have like story arcs and stuff like that. But the only difference is he's told he hasn't told it in linear fashion. In other words, he didn't start at the beginning and finish at the end. Instead, he kind of started in the middle, then went back a bit, and then kind of jumped well, forward, and then came back. Well, again, what was the problem? In each story, there was a problem. So in Bruce Willis's one, he was trying to 
well, he obviously, he'd yeah. taken a bribe, didn't follow through with the bribe, then was trying to get away, but then the gold watch was left behind. And was solved. Then he went to get the gold watch, but then he bumped into his boss, then him and his boss mm. gets kidnapped by these gay rapists dudes mm. and then eventually they He's, kill them and get saved, away yeah saved his boss's yes. life um vince's storyline is he he um is a heroin addict mm. he has to take his boss's um wife Watch out for dinner yeah. he does that and then his partner leaves because he's had this miracle experience and or spiritual experience and then dies and he continues jules's storyline mm. is he's been a gangster you know he's used the bible to justify killing people and then he's saved by divine intervention which he kind of is and then he sees that as a sign from god that he needs to leave this lifestyle and walk away walk the earth. his character <laughs> is actually the one that has the most character arc because his character changes earth. yeah, yeah no, he true. leaves and mm. then the the last story is the honey bunny and pumpkin they they crazy they want to rob this restaurant and, they just walk out and then they just walk they, well mm. they do get money i suppose from samuel that, L. jackson do you think that was his pay for doing the job that he did out of the wallet because it was a lot of money that it was gave a lot of them. Money. i don't know if it was the briefcase one because when they've gotten paid after delivering the briefcase mm, that's also true and then there's the whole thing of the briefcase because you never actually see what's, what's in, in the, the briefcase it's like is that gold no <laughs> is that marcellus soul mm. no yeah so it's it's yeah it's it's an it's an it's a weird film but it's satisfying i think quinton did the briefcasing because it wasn't i don't think he wanted to make it about no it wasn't about the yeah well there's a word in i can't remember what it is it's something with an m but basically what that you get it in different films where there's an object that does affect the storyline but it doesn't matter what the object is you could change the object so the briefcase honestly the briefcase could have been anything you could have actually changed the briefcase the briefcase could have really care about the yeah it was so it's there and it does push the story forward it does push the story forward whenever it rocks up he's just like yeah oh yeah the briefcase yeah you're not ever wondering where's the briefcase wait does he slip the briefcase are they gonna make it are they gonna be out to you actually Okay. So it's it's a it's an object that mm. could be anything. Mm. It does drive the story forward because obviously, like the, the reason closest it comes is when you know that um, uh, they're in the diner. He's about to get his wallet from him. Then he gets his wallet, and you're like, he wants the briefcase. He wants oh briefcase, yeah. no, he's not gonna let the briefcase. Yeah, go. that he can't let the briefcase so go. That becomes like a cause for what's about to happen next. Yeah. yeah. So the 1964 um, Malibu convertible driven by Vincent Vega, who's John Travolta, um, belonged to Quentin Tarantino, right? And it was stolen during production of the film. Yeah, you know who you are if you no, 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 but get this. So this and this film was brought out in 94, right? So this is like a long time ago. Then in 2013... That's yeah. like over almost 10 years later. Yeah. No, over 10 years later. Yeah, like 20 years later, a police officer saw two kids stripping an older car. He arrested them. And while looking up the owner of the vehicle, he found the the, the VIN. You know, the each car has mm. a... Yeah. And had the... And he, he noticed that that had been altered. It turned out that it was Tarantino's stolen car. And the owner had recently purchased it, but, purchased it, but had no idea it was stolen. So they actually found the car like 20 years later. How crazy is that? It's like, wow, shame. It's never too late. So his car literally got... Well, I suppose he did have like 200 million mm. after that to, you know, like buy a new car. But still, man, don't don't steal people's cars. What's wrong with it's you? It's the same car that the poor dude lost his head. Oh, yes. Head is, am I right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the white interior. Yes.
Then Uber Thurman originally turned down the role of Maya Wallace, but Tarantino was so desperate to have her as Maya, he ended up reading her the script over the phone, finally convincing her to take the role. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed her. I think she did a very good job. I really, mm. I really enjoyed her. She was, yeah, she was proper. And then Tarantino actually, he, he actually wrote a lot of the characters for specific actors. So he wrote the character Clearly. of Winston the Wolf specifically for Harvey Kittle. He wrote the role of um, Jules for Samuel L. Jackson. Someone else did audition for the role and almost got it. But then Samuel L. Jackson actually flew um, back and re-auditioned again just to make sure that he got that role. But a lot of, um, a lot of the characters were actually written for specific people. Yeah. And then also Tarantino. So he obviously played, I love Tarantino's character, but he originally was going to play the, the drug dealer. Yeah. But then he said he wanted to be behind the camera for the, the whole overdose scene where John Travolta stabs um, Uma Thurman and et cetera, et cetera. So he then switched it and was the, 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 the guy with the coffee that's why it was going to come it, back home. How crazy was it the way that they filmed that, he, that, yeah. that scene? So they, they they actually filmed it backwards. Oh, serious? Yeah. So they recorded him doing this, and then they supposed to see he they he, was, back he couldn't real. stab her for real yeah. with like a. And it's not like you could because I mean if you actually watch it, they actually cut away. You only see him doing this, but at least you get. I mean, can you imagine full needle everything at an actor? There are there's injuries that could. Yeah. No. Definitely. And it's her heart because he had to pierce her heart, wasn't it? Yeah. Through the the breastbone i mean that's I was just that's, saying, why, I'm that's, like, that's why he had to that's why he had to use force was because can't you feel like at least where there's between the rib you know like maybe problem is, isn't your heart deeper try and feel the part and try and move the bone in the right place and you know okay if they're right there between the meat you know the meat but if you guys have had ribs you know the meat part but it's not like your heart's on the edge that's why he had to get through know, stuff through bone can you imagine that's crazy the fact that she survived was a miracle yeah she, she really do you think she woke up from the adrenaline or do you think she that was just because it's like <laughs> you know <laughs> so I don't know if it's just I think it was the adrenaline or it was the adrenaline I think it was that, the adrenaline because why else would she have woken up but it's like because pain wouldn't inflict that quick yeah in your heart run pump adrenaline <laughs> in your heart let's see what happens to you <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people would like painkiller like that you know? hey. like a panada. Okay, no, I think people longer? would die I think if you're not having an overdose don't do it because I think you will kill yourself yeah like the only reason <laughs> what are you doing just taking a painkiller <laughs> Eh? Well, you won't have pain because you'll yeah. be dead. Anyway, please, guys, keep your medical book. You know the one you were supposed to get? Yes, and then they're looking for the medical book. And, but then they were just like, all right, fine. Let's and they're all like panicking and freaking. Yeah, Everybody, the way yeah. the John Travolta crashes the car. Even the way he handles it, like on the lawn, he's like, yes. hey, you came in the drugs, do you? And he like just drops it. <laughs> no, 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 and I mean, he was like the whole second act. Mm. And it was a two hour and 45 minute film. Do you understand what I'm saying? Was this before or after Die Hard? I'm sure it was after. I actually from don't the know. sounds of it, he, his name was already... Yeah. He Apparently he had been in a lot of films. A lot of them had flopped, but he did have a name for himself. Uh, so I don't know if it was... Bruce Willis. He was very young, yeah, though. Yeah. But I mean, it was 1994. Mm. It was... Mm. Yeah. And then Jules flipping... So Samuel L. Jackson flipping the table over in the beginning was improvised. And Frank Wally's reaction, who was the guy that they were speaking to, his reaction was genuine to him flipping the table over. But they continued the scene and that mm. particular shot was actually 
she put mm. in. Oh, sorry, it was done in one take. That's also what Quentin does. He's one. He's one. Sh- yeah. Like, they'll literally be walking up to an elevator at ah. But that's what they did. It was it was that whole follow up. Yeah, it was like them walking up and they're finding the room. Then they walk that side. They, yes, they wait. Like, is the time yet? No, we're early. Oh, okay, we'll just go stand over there. <laughs> like, they're so calm. Because there's an estimated time of arrival. They're like, no, we need to give them time to settle, settle down, settle back. You know. Yeah. Also, this was one of the first movies to use the internet for advertising. I feel like Quentin Tarantino has a gift when it comes to advertising for his film because he always did something that mm. like like other people do after that. So like with Reservoir Dogs, it was the character individual character posters. Now this one was internet advertising. Like it's insane. Mm. But do you know that Quentin Tarantino actually has created a subgenre within the crime. The, the you know the crime genre yeah he's created a sub genre where people now try and make films that are like his reservoir dogs and pulp fictions that they both they both crime drama films he's literally created he he's so successful as a film director he created a sub genre ah! i think this is more like crime rom no cr- crime crime com. com crime com crime com it is a crime com <laughs> comedy crime but at the same time it's still a drama if you think about yeah. it yeah shame but it was it was actually yeah and then also <laughs> this was i think my favorite scene was it my no my favorite scene in the first act my favorite scene was the dance that whole that whole sequence was so weird but so cool mm. but she was um uh, uma thurman was apparently reportedly nervous during that dancing scene with john travolta because he was already famous for dancing because he'd done um mm. I, th- I think it was Greece. saturday night fever oh, yes, the and, and Greece. saturday night fever so like john travolta was famous for dancing yeah. and apparently he um told her to shut up and twist when she mentioned it to him. Oh, is it <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but also their facial right. expressions like they were so serious like it didn't even look like they were having fun but, but they were like they, i was also look i'm just like god uh, this was the thing, huh? It was a cool. It was twisting. Yeah. Was a cool dance, though. Yeah. Like the like we don't see that anymore because nah. it's not like. But it was a well, cool. Well, unless you go to like your uncle, aunt, you know. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. And, shame. It, and if the right f- music comes up as well. And then yeah, I didn't mm. pick this up, but apparently in the the opening sequence with Honey Bunny and Pumpkin, Jules can be heard talking about quitting the life. So Samuel L. Jackson and Vincent mm. can be seen entering the bathroom. Serious. I didn't pick it up, uh, but I actually. But we weren't looking. Yeah, for you it. weren't looking for that. Probably. Suppose why. if you watched it a second mm. time, you'd be like, Oh my goodness, there they are! There they are. I see them. Well, like you said, with the motorbike. Yes. You hear the motorbike. You hear the motorbike, mm. yeah. And then also something bad happened every time Vince goes to the bathroom. So the first time he goes to the bathroom, Mia overdoses. The second time he goes to the bathroom uh. is when Pumpkin and Honey Bunny are robbing the <laughs> restaurant. And the third time, <laughs> Butch shoots him when he comes out. Yeah. So that, yeah, shame. His character just... Hold it in, rather. Yeah. And then also the song playing during the dance scene. Apparently, Quentin Tarantino's mom would listen to that song repeatedly when she was pregnant with him. Hmm. Cool, right? Hmm. So that was, yeah. Psychologically imported (laughs) or installed. Yes. 
It was. And then this I was actually interested by. So, you know, um, Samuel L. Jackson quotes Ezekiel 25 verse 17. Yeah. And then he says, the path of the righteous man is beset on. <laughs> that, and then I will strike down thee upon with great vengeance. Like he does. Now, that actually is not Ezekiel 25 17. Right. So Ezekiel 25 17 says, and I will execute great vengeance upon them with furious rebukes. And they shall know that I'm the Lord when I shall lay my vengeance upon them. Apparently, though, that was so they did take some of it but mm. then also quentin tarantino actually added to the verse so it's he's not actually co- correctly quoting mm. ezekiel twice 25 17 when he so he probably just wanted a bit more lengthier yeah just so that he can you know. and obviously he uses it as mm. as um a right to kill but then by the end mm. of the movie you see him actually now use it as a reason not to kill yeah, yeah. so he's trying to be the shepherd <laughs> yeah, really, I'm trying really hard to be the shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the weird part is if you look at the storyline as a whole, it was not satisfying. It was not a satisfying story. It's actually quite a if disturbing you, story. If, you were to, if someone were to tell you what the film is about, I think this is where the whole experience versus, uh, yeah. you know, this movie is also an experience. You got to, mm. because I mean, like the conversations there <gasps> and the stuff that they talk about. You're just like, why are you guys talking McDonald's. about this right now? Do you know what they call a Mac? Um, a what yeah. a Big Mac in in France? Yeah, what a royal. What uh, is it? Something royal. Yeah, a royal with cheese with royal. Cheese. A chi- yeah, a cheese ro- royal. Uh, yeah, like literally, they're talking about like, that. And he's even in the background. He's like, right? He's like, mm-hmm. and he's <laughs> like rolling. <in. laughs> like it's just like it's so. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good. Uh, for me honestly when i was watching it and it got to the i really i loved the butch storyline was not my favorites mm. i loved the john travolta samuel l jackson um uma thurman that those scenes i loved i loved those scenes i really really enjoyed those mm. scenes for me the second act i get why he put it in and i suppose it did like add to the storyline but like i'm really glad that he didn't end the movie with butch riding away i'm really glad that he went back in time and because even though John Travolta dies, you kind of don't feel the death as much because he comes back again. Mm. If you understand what I'm I saying. I guess it's kind of like, uh, what happened to John Travolta? Now you got shot in the future by a guy. Yeah. What guy? And now you have You're to. Like, oh, no, this pooch. was the boxer guy. What happened? Mm. Girlfriend. No, 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 no. And this is what happened. And, and this is where he is. And this is how he acts. And mm. Shame, poor guy. You know, he's just trying to live but a life. And then... Also go. remember he so John Travolta's character is um the brother of mm. the maniac psychopath that was in Reservoir Dogs. That's it. They're brothers. They are connected. That, yeah, he's a way better I like John Travolta. Mm. That he was the better brother, you know. Mm. He really was. So yeah. yeah. That was pulp fiction. <laughs> I honestly didn't expect what, what we what I watched was not what I expected. Did you ever Google the meaning behind the name? I saw in the beginning they gave that yeah. definition. Yeah. The first one obviously wasn't valid. It was just like, what? Uh, you know, a pulp. pulp. Oh, if I'm, isn't it fruit or... Isn't pulp? Yeah. You know, we could just... And then the second one, which I was like, wait, what? Wait, what? I don't know if it was late or... But for me, it was... Wow. There's a rock band called Pop, by the way. Pulp. Did you know that? So Pulp Fiction refers to a genre of racy action-based stories published in cheaply printed magazines from around the 1900s to the 1950s, mostly in the United States. Pulp Fiction gets its name from the paper it was written on. Mm. Cinnamon's trashy, cheap. 
Sensational. Yeah. Lurid. Tasteless. So I suppose that actually makes sense Techie. because it was four different short stories Rubbishy. combined. And if they're saying it was it was um, short stories printed cheaply, mm. so I suppose it does Kinda make is. sense. Mm. There's, there's, yeah. <laughs> Not what the name gives off, but right. makes sense. Yeah. So you heard it all, folks. Right here. Yeah. With great vengeance and <laughs> furious anger. No, I'm joking. <laughs> and now we will not shoot you. We will sign yeah. out and uh, uh, be like what? Samuel L. Jackson and go and be the shepherd, you know. Say what? <laughs> say what again, I dare you. Say what and, again. And then he said, did he say what again? He did. Yeah. He did like, say what again. Does he look like a... <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> and then he does the... And then I love that the, he shot the guy on the couch. I'm sorry, did I break your concentration? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The best for me was... Can I have a sip of your beverage oh, to, yes. to, to, to wash down yes. the... <laughs> then like, shrinks it all the way. The reaction to even the book is like, hmm. No, Samuel L. Jackson's character was yeah, a vibe. Like, he was good. a whole vibe in this film. He takes the, the seriousness you didn't out mind. of the situation. You didn't That's the thing with, with Samuel L. Jackson and <laughs> with John Travolta. When they kill people, you don't, you don't not like them. <laughs> You, that's even why they made the, the guy get shot name? as was an accident. Reggie? Was it Reggie? N who? What Marvin. Is the guy at the Marvin. Hey, Marvin, did you... <laughs> <laughs> but you know, apparently he was supposed to be shot in the neck and then die slowly. And then I they, believe. they were going to shoot him. Yeah. But then the Marvin, the guy that acted as Marvin actually said to Quinson mm. that if you do that, the audience isn't going to like the two of them. Yeah. So rather make it a mistake. <laughs> 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 that was the last thing I was expecting. Like... Was for him to turn around glad. and shoot him. They're like, "Hey, come on!" And then he had to like run. Around. I'm like, "Okay, let him live. Okay, cool. Okay, awesome. Oh, that's nice." Okay. I was glad he died because it led to the scene at Quentin Tarantino's house, and that scene that's was amazing. True. That's true. Never. This movie is weird. That it is. makes you feel things as a viewer that it's you don't crazy. normally feel. Yeah. 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 So remember, like three, three or four films ago, I spoke about how that I I, I get a feeling of the film, like I feel this film. Hey, yeah. I went to bed. I literally wanted to go and take another bath. Like, <laughs> like I just, I just felt so dirty. And for me, the the second act made me feel like that. The first and probably. third act was was better. But I, I think it was just because of all the language and then the drugs and then like the business and all of that. But I don't know. But even the way, and most probably you'll probably look at even like the way that they did the color grading and and probably shot on film as well. So it's got that like realistic grainy type of you know. But yeah. Just a bit of the language, man. Can someone make up that program? Because uh, it would really help. Yeah, really, really help. Take a soap, soap with you. <laughs> Call it soap. Mm. Oh, then you're looking more like Fight Club. True. But anyway. Yeah, this has been the movie show. On Active FM. Until next week. Cheerio. Radio has never been better, baby. This is Active FM. Go to www.activefm.co.za for more.